0: I'm John podcast. The topic of the
1: podcast together and honestly I'm
0: excited.
1: G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is friend of the show, Jay Rowe. How are you, buddy?
0: Hi, ho Philorino. How you doing, neighbour?
1: Oh, mate, pretty <laughs> bloody good. Living that lockdown life, you know how it is. You know how it is.
0: Man, it's been fucking, It's been pretty rough in Sydney. I'll tell you what.
1: Yeah, uh, we're only just starting to get it down here on the coast. But yeah, I mean, we're uh, we're, we're probably locked inside for for a while, but you know, there's never been a better time to be locked inside because there's a whole bunch of content out there and I'm fucking hungry for content. Hell we (laughs) are, son. But speaking of things I'm hungry for, I thought we might kick off with a bit of can I take your order.
0: Oh, yes, my favourite segment.
1: <laughs> so, I think in the last Can I Take Your Order segment, we covered uh, the closure of my of my local KFC. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, RIP, pour it out for a big one. Um, but to be reborn will, again as a phoenix. Will, like, yes, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, Dirty <laughs> Bird will rise again. And look, it's it's coming up to, um, hopefully without you know any interference from all the lockdown and stuff. Hopefully, it should be reopening soon. I'm guessing by the time this episode comes out, we might be like as f- close to a week away to the event. Like uh, this is this is, it's getting to the pointy end of the things. You know, like this is it's the end game. I know,
0: but what I'm what I'm sad about is like we had we had this we had this event like I said an event planned. Yeah. No one's going to be there. Nope. Yeah, so I kind of,
1: like, I think it was two, maybe two weeks ago, I got, I, I was just day drinking and um, talking to a friend of the show, Flash, um, and we were just kind of talking about this, and we got onto the idea of, uh, I told him that, about the KFC shutdown and I, me and him just started planning this kind of dream feast, and I was like, at the time it was like six weeks away, and we weren't in lockdown, so I was like, fuck it, let's do this. We can actually do this. So I started planning. I sent out invoices to everyone. I was like I was like, come on guys, let's let's do this. You know, we're all gonna put in. We'll call I was gonna call it the first supper. We we're gonna gather at my local <laughs> KFC on the grand opening and I was gonna we're gonna all sit down and enjoy a, a massive feast and gorge ourselves. It was gonna be massive Christmas. too. It was gonna be good, but um look, I'm realising that I'm gonna have to I've come to terms with the fact that I'm going to have to transition this into a, a solo experience, um, which I think, honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, I think is what I always wanted.
0: <laughs> a very private <laughs> event. <laughs> <I> w- <laughs> all right, you just want to, you want to be able to go home with it, just lay there, take yeah. all your clothes off, yeah. put the bucket right between your legs, sit oh, down yeah. on the couch and just... Gorge yourself. I
1: don't want anyone to see me while I do this. Like this, I want this to be very private. But so. Th- and you're th- not going to wipe your
0: hands at the end of it, are you? Oh
1: no. <laughs> it'll be oh, it'll be arm licking good. That would be. That's how much I'll be licking. I'll, not finger licking good. Arm licking good. I'm gonna get dope in that bucket. Um.
0: But, it, that reminds me. I'm just. I'm just seeing that one episode of The Simpsons where Homer finds that big tub of lard and he just. <laughs> Just slams his fist into it and pulls it out, and just starts licking it. I'm mm, oh,
1: lord. <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely going to be me. Um, but because this <laughs> is going to be more of a solo experience, I, I did want to get others involved in in the creating of the order, the order yep. that I'm going to put in. So I've kind of done a, a bit of math. So the money I would have spent at KFC over this uh, over the time it's been closed is the money I'm going to put into my first. My first meal back at KFC. Um, so I've estimated probably around 60, 70 bucks is what I would have spent <laughs> over the last couple of weeks while I'm being shut.
0: Is this the first uh, first lot of maths you've done in a while, or other than recipes? <laughs> what was that? Sorry, first first amount of maths you've done outside of recipes for a while.
1: Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You did the,
0: you did you basically did the ma- monthly accounting for yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah, I figured I've got about 60, 60 to $70 to spend on, on my first supper. Um, so I'm kind of at a crossroads here, John, and I, and I want to open this up to you and a few other of the, the guests of Dorktown and a few, you know, a few of the dorks, what should be in my order? Now I've kind of had, I'm split with two frames of mind here, so... Do I go for <coughs> a little bit of everything, or do I just get the stuff that I like? Now there are a few big menu items on here that I could get. So there's stuff like the giant feast, which comes in at forty three ninety five uh, AUD. Uh, comes with fifteen pieces of original recipe, eighteen nuggets, and five
0: sides. No, no, no.
1: S- exactly, exactly. No,
0: uh, you're not. You're not going there for the sides. Let's be I'm honest. I'm not going like, there for
1: five sides. But okay. Not at all. What what about and the only thing in that bucket that excites me is the 15 pieces of original recipe. But I'm going to be very serious here. I don't think I want that much original recipe. I think original recipe is good, but I don't think I want it to be the main component of my first supper. I think 15 is just a lot. Oh That's yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So I'm thinking, um, I'm definitely gonna throw in a burger feast. Now a burger feast comes in at twenty nine ninety five. It comes with four burgers, six nuggets, one popcorn chicken and two chips. I think that that's half my budget, but I think that's half my budget
0: well spent right there. You want and you want Zinger burgers, obviously. Four Zinger burgers, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean I there, I know there, you love a Zinger are, burger. There are
1: other options here, so like Ten wicked wings come in at 1095, a max popcorn chicken comes in at 7.95. Original recipe I could get 21 pieces for $34.95. And a zinger box just by itself, which is my go-to, comes in at twelve ninety-five. So, is there an argument to be made that I just get five zinger boxes? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> You, you need those five cans of soft drink, don't you? <laughs>
1: that's, I mean, that's only like 15 Wicked Wings, five burgers. Yeah, I reckon I can do it better.
0: Like, if you want my honest opinion... Yeah, that's exactly worth, what I want. The only thing worth buying from KFC... like, Sorry, not the only thing worth buying, but the, the number one product for me is Wicked Wings. Yeah. I already said it on the group chat. I just, I think... You should just buy sixty bucks worth of Wicked Wings, (laughs) which I believe is 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 sixty Wicked Wings.
1: Yeah, so for sixty five seventy, uh, for yeah, sixty five seventy, I could get sixty Wicked Wings.
0: Imagine the fun you could have with sixty Wicked Wings. Sixty Wicked Wings
1: (laughs) is good, but I mean. Look, I reckon <laughs> I reckon I'm going to say I reckon I I think I've I've got this and I I do I do like where your head's at with the 60 wicked wings. But I'm going to hit you with a counter offer. What about 30
0: wicked wings? 30. 30 wicked wings and and what else are you going to um Well, with 30 wicked 30 wings, I
1: could still get the burger feast, which is four burgers, six nuggets, a popcorn chicken and two chips. I think the ratio for popcorn, chicken and uh, Wicked Wings is off there a little bit, but I think the burger ratio is good.
0: I, you want two chips. That's a lot of stomach space for potato.
1: Okay. You're going into this with the idea that I'm A, going to be able to finish all this in one sitting and B, (laughs) even am going to attempt to finish this all in one sitting.
0: Oh, okay. So you're really just flexing your privilege.
1: Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. (laughs) This, this will be eaten over two days. I'm calling it now. There's no way. I'm putting away six. But th- that being said, the first crack of the first supper, I plan on having a good crack, and I'll make a night out of it. Yeah. I'll get the wine out, you know. I'll put on some nice underwear. I will fucking make this a night, you know what <laughs> put I mean? Some
0: nice underwear. <laughs> crack out the best bottle of cologne you've got. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'll trim up, shave.
0: Well, if, if if finishing the meal is not the case, then yeah, definitely get two two large chips. But if you go right now, man, they're only two bucks a pop, so you might as well not even worry about putting them in a meal. Might as well just buy them on the side.
1: Yeah, bro, you're. I can't. This is weeks away, man. This is a meal I'm planning weeks away. That's why I'm trying to go into it with. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you the power to. Add to my order something that you insist that is on my order, so something okay. that you insist is on my order. It will be on my order. It'll be the first thing that I've written down as a confirmed order for my KFC first supper. Okay. What would you like to Limit add onto it. it?
0: Oh, it's your choice. It. Your choice. You know, I think honestly, I think you need to do. A st- you don't. Do you like stacker burgers? Oh, uh, yeah. I've, I've had one. I've had one. Okay. But you like Zinger Burgers, right?
1: I love a Zinger Burger. I fucking love a Zinger Burger.
0: What about a double Zinger Burger? You get a custom-made burger. You get the Zinger Burger, and you slap on extra pieces of chicken.
1: Four extra pieces
0: of chicken? You want to go four extra pieces of chicken?
1: Well, I just thought, like, is that is that what you're talking about? Are you talking like a double stacker, I mean, or if, are you talking you like...
0: Just a double zinger, like you got it, you got. A, but because the stacker's got like weird sauce on it. Oh and yeah, stacker really
1: has like cheese as well too. I don't like. And I hate cheese. KFC yeah. cheese.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I reckon sack that. But mm. I'm thinking you should double up your zinger burger.
1: Okay, okay. Look, look. I'll take your. I'll take your advice. And the first. <laughs> You're not a fan of that. Look, it's not where I was going to... It's not where I I thought you would go with this, but look, it's written down here. It's my first order now is confirmed that part of my first supper will be a double Zinger Zinger. Stacker. A Zinger Stacker, custom made with no cheese. I I like that. That's fine. Um, the Wicked
0: Wings. The Wicked Wings got to go in there. If you don't have Wicked Wings, I'll be upset. You know, like I'm happy to even do like a a Zoom call. And And we just 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 hate Wicked Wings. Wicked Wings.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. That's that, fine. No, that'll be,
0: that'll be the public event. You have your private session. Oh, yeah. But, may, but you can exclude the Wicked Wings from that if we get together online um, and we have a wing competition. I want a wing I'll competition.
1: Be, I'll be so down for that. <laughs> I'll be so down for that. I think that's enough. Can I take your order? Um, tune in next yeah. week when we have the gripping discussion of whether a twister will appear on my KFC First Supper order.
0: Twister, wow. <laughs> mm, what a bit of sizzle.
1: Um, but we have a shit ton of actual content to get through, not this fucking bullshit. Absolute jam-packed show this week. We had a bunch of trailers getting dropped, so we figured we'd do a classic Philip and j Road discuss game trailers. A classic game trailer discussion. Um, so we'll kick it off with the Wukong trailer. This is came out of nowhere and floored me. I loved this.
0: I was shocked at how great it looked. It looked phenomenal on the Unreal Engine 5. Really. Yeah, good. so this is uh, Black Myth Wukong is the game. Um I'm not
1: sure what studio it's coming out of. Um, but yeah this is we got a, a teaser trailer trailer a teaser trailer <laughs> earlier in the year and this was like full gameplay trailer and it looked fucking great like it looked legit magnificent
0: yeah crisp crisp as hell um and the game the gameplay looked very uh did you feel like it was almost um kind of some f- some from software kind of soulsy vibe
1: yeah yeah it looked like it gave me mad souls vibe but also the way he was using the ability on the staff looked like it was easy, or well, not easy, but like it looked like you were more powerful than you are in like a Souls type game. Yeah, it, it felt like it wasn't so much of a disadvantaged
0: fight kind of thing. Yeah, which it, is good. It felt and and like um, the way they, the audio that came out of the when he's using moves and like hitting enemies. Mm. Gave it like real texture, like it felt. It felt like there was weight behind the staff. Um, yeah. So they've they've done a good, the developers done really good at kind of making that. Even like the trailer was immersive almost. Mm. Like you felt like you mm. could really hear him smacking these, as if they had like solid matter and weren't just like a cartoon noise. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred
1: percent agreed. And like, yeah this this is definitely like a Souls vibey looking game, but yeah. For me, it looked – and I don't know why it came across this way, and maybe the game itself won't be like this, but it looked like a Souls game but not as – maybe not as punishing. It definitely felt like – especially when it came to, like, I don't know if you noticed the hitboxes for everything. The hitboxes were so small for the character of Wukong. Like, he was – the you could see frames of the attacks just whizzing actually straight past him. You know what I mean? Like, it was – it, it looked, like, nearly perfect when it comes to, like, um, hitboxes and stuff like that. So, man, if this is a Souls game, but easy and with a great storyline based on Wukong, I'm fucking there for it, brother.
0: Yeah, it didn't it didn't look anywhere near as punishing. Um, mm. Like, in the in the trailer, he could get hit a few times. Um, didn't take yeah. off, like, massive chunks of health. But did did look um, like you had to play quiet. You couldn't be super aggressive. You kind of had to take your time mm. with it. Um, which i like that's the abilities kind of, like games that i'm really into right now is not just the the normal monotony of just steamrolling through a game pressing buttons um being very yeah. much more tactile about it yeah agreed and like the
1: the abilities that they were using for the staff all looked wicked like it, it all looked nice and fun it, and it it's the perfect gameplay trailer because I just immediately wanted to start playing it. Like, it, it looked so polished and it looked so fun to play. And, I mean, Unreal Engine looks fucking unreal. Like, yep. <laughs> Unreal Engine 5 looks breathtaking. So, it, this really feels like it's a, a complete next generation game. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, so crisp. Yeah, like, so nice. Right? Super and then, crisp. Um, I liked the couple the couple of enemies that you did see in the fight. Super interesting. Mm. Um, the dragon looked insane. Um, mm. I really liked when you in the in the scene with the f- dragon fight. Um, when he did the big wind up to swing, and he hits it in the face, and the dragon like actually reacted to being smacked in the face. Um, yeah. So it looks like there's a lot of um, modeling and animations within the models in terms of reacting to inputs from the player too. Um, not just yep. a standard like uh, swing swing at the, swing at the enemy and like you'll just do the the player's character model but and the enemy might just kind of reef back a little bit, but it looked like they'd actually yep. there was a hitbox on the cheek and he reacted to being hit there. Um so yeah. yeah super immersive stuff. I no, it believe it is a small fantastic. developer, and I think that's why this has been a this been word of this for going around for a while. Um, I think they had issues with crashing, and they've had to upgrade it from their Unreal Engine four to the five. Um, but I think I think uh, you should, I don't think we'd have to wait too much longer. I mean, twenty twenty two would be like kind of uh, what I'd be hoping for.
1: Uh, it's scheduled for a twenty twenty three release. Twenty twenty three. Um, okay. So it's developed by Game Science. So yeah, not the biggest studio. Um, apparently, it's c- scheduled for a PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X, and a PC release. We'll probably see how that goes. That's that's pretty um, pretty audacious to to expect that, but we'll see. Twenty twenty three is a while away, so this one is. This one's not coming out for an absolute minute. But speaking of something that's coming out <coughs> very soon, the Diamond and Pearl remakes for Pokemon for the Nintendo Switch. So we got a little Pokemon Direct this week. Um, well, actually last week by the time this is coming out. And, yeah, we got another trailer for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Uh, we saw a look at this earlier in the year. We we knew that it was going to be this kind of uh, cherub form a more stylized version remake of uh Diamond and Pearl uh yeah Diamond and Pearl kind of taking a step back from Sword and Shield when it comes to you know the design wise and how everything looks Third but
0: person looking to back to the isometric top down
1: yeah and look I'm genuinely excited for for this game now like we got to see that there's going to be wild areas in this in this remake with uh Overworld encounter Pokemon, so you don't have to look through the grass, but the grass is also back in other routes and stuff like that. So, you know, it's a bit of, it looks like they've gone for a blend between, you know, this new generation of Pokemon games, the Pokemon Sword and Shield and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and, um, you know, the older games that this is based on, Diamond and Pearl, and kind of blended them together. I was really excited to see the companion Pokemons back and getting, um, having a companion Pokemon follow you around. That looked fucking sick.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's always, um, ever since they brought that out, that's always been kind of like the, the, uh, a big appeal. Like, it's always living the ash dream, you know? Like, you're always going to have your Pokemon following you around rather than not having one. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Big vibes yeah, on that. Yeah, and,
1: like, the, the way it looked in the trailer, like, uh, especially there's a scene where you've got a piplup following you, and it's kind of, like, following you off to the side and, like, running around in circles and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, that is fucking cute, man. Yeah, like, right, I, I right. love me some of that shit. Oh yeah. Uh, what did you think?
0: I was I was surprised really. Like, oh, it is a remake of an older game, so I suppose I shouldn't say I'm necessarily very surprised at the fact they went back to isometric. Um, but I, it looked much more nostalgic. It definitely looked way more Pokemon. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm I'd be excited for it. Um, I don't. I, honestly I thought I thought I was kind of done with Pokemon after Sword and Shield. Um, like, it was a great game and everything, but it just didn't really keep me piqued. Um, So, I feel like take, I feel like getting a step back to what's really nostalgic mm. is actually, I found, was more interesting, um, especially like when you've got like Tales, which we'll talk about, uh, sorry, Legends, which we'll talk about coming up later. Um, yeah. I did feel way more nostalgic and kind of like, oh, I want to dive into that and smash that out. Um, yeah, so interesting. Yeah. Um, did, it looks like they put, put more production into like the kind of the Pokemon contests and stuff. Um, that
1: that's gonna be fun. I'm did genuinely you, excited for that. You're yeah. a
0: big user of that, I, I never really got into it. No, very
1: much. no, and because it wasn't that engaging in those original yeah. games, like it just wasn't fun. So yeah, I didn't do a lot of it. Um, I know friends at the time uh, w- got big into it and like were you know maxing out the the stats for their their Pokemon for competitions and stuff like that yeah. in the game and that that was fun for them apparently. <laughs> but yeah, I never, I was never <laughs> one for that, but just like a lot of little things in this trailer really got me excited. Like the gym battles where you get to see, like the gym battle where I think it's the Rock Gym where you go up against Cranidos, like, yeah, one of my cool. favorite gym battles when I was playing in. Um, w- my first playthrough of Diamond and Pearl and just, ah, oh man, like the, the generation of Pokemon that the is in, like, I just, I love it. Like we got to see Buizel, we got to see like so many fun, cool Pokemon that I just fucking love so much. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm, I'm really excited for Diamond and Pearl. I love your floats. It's, tools. it's, <laughs> I do love my Buizels and Floatzels. It's, it's very good. If I can get a Krogunk in this, I'm going to be, yeah. Mwah. I thought I, it's, it's my um, dream.
0: I was watching, um. I think Rx talk about it maybe. Um, shout out Rx Gaming, great channel. And the with the caves now and like the hideouts, you can actually mm. you can modify areas like wild areas by putting in certain statues um, of po- Pokemon, which will make them spawn in the overworld. Um, and, oh, and it's wow. actually the only way to catch certain rare Pokemon, which I thought was um, pretty interesting. So it'd be, it'd
1: be really good if this game has a shit ton of end game slash replayability because yeah, I was the same with you when it come to Sword and Shield. I thrashed Sword and Shield and really loved it and then got to end game and did a bit of competitive breeding and a bit of competitive Pokemon play and I was, it was good. And then, you know, I did a Nuzlocke and that was fun-ish, but yeah, I don't know. Sword and Shield just... Once, I think once the initial appeal of it wore off, there was nothing to go back to. Yep. And that's kind of the first time that's ever happened with to me with a Pokemon game. Like I could still boot up like Black and White now on my DS and have an absolute thrash of it. Yep. Start from the start, have a thrash. But I have no inclination to do that for Sword and Shield. Just none.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've taken it completely off the switch now. Um, and I didn't get the yeah, expansion shit. either. The expansion... I thought I was going to get the expansion, I'll but by then I'd I'd already kind of the, the flame had died on on it for me. Um, yeah, I think the, friend I of the show f-
1: Josh got the expansion and he spoke mediocrely about it. So,
0: yeah. I mean, I yeah. and then Sword and Shield, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Gigamax at all. Um, yeah, mm, Mega Revolutions yeah. was it was kind of borderline for me in the first place. Um, I kind of understood it, and I kind of I kind of liked it, but then going Gigamax was just. Too much, too too over. The I liked top, quite
1: literally. I liked Mega. I really, I really did like Mega Evolution because it yeah. gave new life to like old um, Pokemon evolution chains and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't like. I didn't like Gigantamax. I thought it was fucking dumb and stupid. Yeah. Um. But speaking of more Pokemon, we got a another trailer for the Pokemon Master's Journey. So this is the second series sequel series to the pokemon journeys the new pokemon anime so i believe this is just the second japanese series that's being released in the english dub um or season two of pokemon journeys being released in english dub sorry yeah. uh, but in the western it's being called pokemon masters journey um pokemon masters journey sorry dumb name um, you watched this trailer and you haven't seen any of Pokemon Journey, so what did you think?
0: Yeah, not at all. I, well, I first thought, is Ash younger? Like, did the, they're drawing mm. him younger, right? And he's running around with um, kids, right? I mean, that's uh, really what no. I was thinking. I was like, man, is this like a no. before version? Like, no. No, this um, is.
1: Uh, it's complicated. So I can. Okay, I can explain. give you, like, <laughs> clip notes. So basically, Journey does this pretty interesting thing where Ash has done everything that Ash has done. Okay. So everything that happened to Ash between, you know, the start he's hit all the of Pokemon the, movies. yep. So he's done that. He's clocked everything. Um, Alola. Um, yeah. Alola, Pokemon Alola happened that all sun and moon, that's all happened. And now he's back and he's kind of taking things from the start again, almost. So instead of He's got basing a this. For
0: punishment. Yeah, it's been. Strong. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> instead of basing. It basically breaks the format that all the Pokemon animes have done previously, with the exception of Sun and Moon, because that kind of broke the format as well. So what this series does is it based Ash and his new companion, Go, as research, Pokemon researchers for a Professor Oak type yep. um, professor. <laughs> And then they get sent off to all these different areas of the Pokemon world. So, you know, one episode they might visit the Sinnoh region. The next episode they might go to the Kanto region, you know, stuff like that. So it's very going all over the place. uh, So we experience... So you experience a lot of, you know, um, different generations of Pokemon. So you're never locked into a specific generation, although they are trying to show off the new generation. They're also going back and visiting a lot of the classics. It's also led to, uh, in the first series of Pokemon Journey, Ash's team is, Pokemon team is fucking wild. Like, he is a Dragonite in his team. Like, he has just OP Pokemon from the start. Like, it's nuts. Um, And look... um, I I, I liked Pokemon Journeys. I've watched it all, and I actually really did enjoy it. And this new trailer for Pokemon Master's Journey, again, dumb name, um, (laughs) looks to be more of the same. Um, Ash is out there trying to be the very best. His companion, Go, is on a mission to catch one of every Pokemon. Yeah. Also, Ash isn't
0: trying to catch. He's already...
1: Ash is just doing what Ash has always done, you know?
0: Just be, yeah, the very best. Trying to be the very best. Um, Is that what Journeys was about?
1: Yeah, basically. So, uh Ash is just out there trying to catch Pokémon and train and become stronger and goes out there trying to catch one of every Pokémon. So they both have clear goals and um go as a as a, a you know, as Ash uh, <coughs> Ash's companion character this series is is fantastic. This this new season, we're getting a new companion character who was kind of in the background in the in the first season. We're getting a new compa- companion character who's on her own journey that we're going to find out. So yeah. You know, look. It looks like there's a lot of fun things, and um, again, we get Ash trying to ch- uh, train up a a farfetched to level up. So that all that stuff looks sick.
0: Yeah, these the small bits of the farfetched fight um, did look sick. Mm. They've, they've like really amped up the animations. I can tell on the, the fighting.
1: fights in Journey are, are like x and y level of good like none of yeah. this baby shit from sun and moon no they're back to like full good fights
0: yeah no it looked hella interesting it looked very like new age anime where it's like mm. over the top so yeah i thought i thought it was cool that the fact that like far-fetched and um, a pretty weak far-fetched by the look of it could just do a real i don't know i don't know what movie he was doing but it looked like a super uh, it almost looked like a spirit bomb kind of explosion yeah
1: <laughs> so after seeing this trailer, do you think you'd go in on any Pokemon journeys now?
0: Yeah, I think I I, I really enjoyed the trailer. Actually, um, there was a massive roster of Pokemon that they showed in that trailer. Mm. Um, and I love uh, Cinderace, who's one of my favorite Pokemon, and I think he's yeah the main companion of Go.
1: Yeah, so yeah, Go starts off with a score bunny, and you know, obviously gets a Cinderace and their relationship is is one of the better pokemon trainer relationships in the whole series. Yep. Um I think I think journeys is is really worth a watch. I think it is definitely a skip an episode in the first 5 minutes if you don't if you're not enjoying it and just do it that way because they are very episodic kind of there's less of an overarching narrative and it's very episodic. Oh, okay. Yep. Um yeah, it, it's I mean, it's really good they've though. I they've
0: done so much Pokemon. They've done so many seasons of Pokemon mm. that it's kind of like unless they're following the standard league structure, you're not going to miss much, mm. I suppose. But um, I was shocked. And to they see do that they team Rocket. They was still do have.
1: On. Oh yeah, it's so I'm so glad, happy that they brought Team Rocket back and, <laughs> um, not so much brought back. But if you've watched any Sun and Moon, Team Rocket got weird in Sun and Moon. It was off. Not it yeah. wasn't right. Something was wrong. Um the uh, you you mentioned that it looks like there's a good roster of pokemon in this and that's one of the best things about journey is because they travel all over the pokemon world and they go to these different regions you just every episode you're either reuni- reunited with a old pokemon from a generation that you forgot about and you're so excited to see them animated again or you're dealing with a new pokemon or you're seeing two pokemon being animated together that you haven't seen like there was one I think it's one scene uh where like you've got butterfree flying through the air like a gen 1 pokemon and like the gen 5 uh like vivian the the bug pokemon Vi- uh, vivian vivian
0: uh,
1: yeah flying next to it and stuff like that like all these different pokemon generations mixing together it it makes journey this kind of melting pot of 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 pokemon and it, it's 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 something it's something you it know
0: is almost a homage to an everything, homage. Everything they've been through?
1: Or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it definitely feels like they hit the reset button for a new generation. Like, um, I don't want to give away too... Oh, it's a fucking spoiler for Pokemon Journeys. Who cares? In the first episode, you get to see Pikachu before it's Pikachu. We finally get to see the origins of Pikachu being a Pichu in the wild and then evolving to Pikachu. So well, we Ash finally is get an origin. Ash's Pikachu. Yeah. No, so we finally get... It was born yep.
0: Pikachu. Uh, no, nah. <laughs> I know.
1: Uh, man, we should probably rack on to the next trailer because this is the one we actually want to sing our teeth into big yeah. time. This was the big daddy of the Pokemon presentation. Uh, this this was fucking. This blew up the group chat as soon as it hit. So this oh, was yeah, good. Son. We are of course talking about the Pokemon Arc Legends Arceus trailer. Yes, Tra- Tra- trailer, trailer. Yes, trailer. Um. <laughs> This is the first trailer, I believe. I think we might have got a quick was a, promo trailer. There was
0: an official trailer five about five months ago, and then now. But they, that now didn't now have is, anywhere near as well. didn't have any gameplay or anything like that. It was just like um, the open worlds and whatnot, and running through the town. Mm. This one's got the gameplay trailer. So, what did you think? Shocked. I um, I was pleasantly surprised. Um to see that they're stepping... like, You could say Sword and Shield was stepping out of the mould by going third person, oh. overworld. Um, as
1: the barely out of the mould.
0: Yeah, Sword and yeah. Shield was but putting a toe that, out I of I the mould. I feel mold. like this is really stepping out of the mould. Mm. One, one question I have is I don't really understand as of yet what the story actually will be about. Um, no, they haven't
1: given us anything of story yet.
0: Yeah, so the, there's obviously no Pokemon League. I mean, it's back in time, really, before mm. as they start the trailer off it's before Pokemon and human civilization were connected. But I was very I was pleasantly surprised with them adding the dynamics of say the trainer has you actively move the trainer and command Pokemon. Um, mm. it doesn't look like you do it exactly at the same time uh, manning the Pokemon might be more of a pause combat action uh, select your move but then you have mm. to actively dodge Pokemon moves um, get out of the way or else you can as a trainer can also black out that was probably the most appealing thing I found about the trailer as a whole was the mm. fact that like the trainer is in danger to being electrocuted by a Luxray or something like that
1: yeah, look, I I loved how the trainer moved throughout the world. I loved how the open plains of this of this game look. I love the wild areas of this game. I love. I've, there was very few things in this trailer I I wasn't immediately engaging with. I, yeah. There were so many things in this trailer that just made me so happy when the pokeballs get thrown and the pokeball and the pokemon is caught and they sh- the pokeball shoots up a little firework <laughs> and makes a little pop thing It's one of the most charming things i've ever seen oh.
0: i loved it it's, it's almost it's almost like um like the pokies gambling or it's like noise oh, yeah. lights i was so stoked to see that you can actually throw the pokeballs in different directions mm. like you have to you, i mean obviously it's auto it's aim assist but like th- actively throwing pokeballs at pokemon without having to battle them is very exciting. game changer it's a game changer mm. very exciting makes it a lot more immersive to how pokemon originally was in the anime ash would literally do that he would just throw pokeballs at the start he would yeah. he wouldn't even try and fight and then you'd sit there and, and it'd tick 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 the be- that was the best in the anime when you were a kid was watching yeah. whether that pokeball would just go to do so they're bringing they're bringing that back into the games, um, which is new. Even though it's in the anime, it's new in the games. Super engaging as well. Um, I like that you can sneak up on Pokemon as well. It's obviously going to give you a bit of a um, advantage with po- with catching them by look of it.
1: Mm, and the, yeah,
0: the movement around the world as well looked yeah. insane. And I just want to I want to take a, sp- a second, like, just jump straight into that fish that you ride. It <laughs> looks like,
1: so what, sick. like a bar. What's that Pokemon? Barbroach. Bar, yeah. So it's like a, a prehistoric form of brooch?
0: Yeah, they've got the name online. I I, I don't have it. Um, Same
1: like thing the with name. the um Stantler.
0: Yeah. The, the um the reindeer.
1: Yeah. So it looks like we're gonna. It's that looks like the the kind of version they're gonna the twist. Of some Pokemon designs that they're gonna do is they're gonna have these kind of ancient versions of the Pokemon. Like we even saw like an ancient version of Growlithe with like yeah. a funky haircut. That was yep. sick. Like Good I, reason, I love yeah. those little changes that they do. Did you like
0: that Growlithe? Honestly, I, <laughs> I didn't like.
1: I it love the either. little changes. I think. I think it's. I think there's. Uh, like a certain charm when they do these little changes yeah. to you know pre-existing Pokemon. Well, I
0: like the change um, with the bra- the bravery, which is the the Pokemon you fly with. The, yeah, I like its version much better. Um, yeah, but then um being able to like when he was cruising, it literally looks like a motorbike on the water. Um, mm. it's got it's got like the it's got the tail that looks like kind of um uh Omaki flames out the back. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can jump down waterfalls. You can jump over, like, sandbars and whatnot. Um, it looks it looks really interactive. Um, also, like, when you're riding around on the... on the, What was it, Stantler? Um, yeah, I think it's Stantler. It can jump over, like, little rivers and stuff like that as well. Um, it just looks much much more free and open. And it looks like exploring the worlds will be a lot better than Sword and Shield, which was just the small areas. It was quite boring, to be honest. I mean
1: and if this what if that's what this Pokemon game is if it's just a Pokemon game based purely on exploration discovering the world and discovering Pokemon like maybe the hook of this po- uh, Pokemon game is you know is more what the hook of all Pokemon games should be maybe this is a Pokemon game where your goal is to set out and make the first pokédex so you're going out catching these pokemon for the first time ever yeah, and brilliant. documenting this this could be the first this pokemon game could be the first ever documented pokédex that could be the crux of this game
0: That's an interesting thing to think about too yeah
1: How pretty is a hand drawn pokédex <laughs> going to be by the way I'm hoping I'm <laughs> praying that they do like a hand drawn sketched pokédex
0: Yeah it's got like and the writing leaves and it just appears in lines oh, that would that's be what sick I want.
1: Oh, I got tingles just thinking about what it, man. About, um, what do you um, think
0: about the um, the combat, the styles? You yeah, that? it the looked cool. Like style, we're not. Style.
1: Yeah, and also like the way that when you are in a Pokemon battle, you're not taken to a different screen or anything. Like it's live action; it's happening in front of you. Yeah, it's a HGP. Um, yeah. I do, I do like the idea that because this is you know a pre-Pokemon Pokemon world. They're not going to have all the names for all the moves and stuff like that. Like it's going to be a lot more kind of, I don't know, di- uh, there's, there's going to be a lot of differences in the strong style, the agile style and all that stuff. Look, it looked cool. Like it's it's obviously very cool. And I, I'm just, there's so many things that they're not going to be able to do in this game from existing Pokemon. Like we're not going to have TMs. We're not going to have HMs. You know, are we going to ha- be yeah. able to have Pokemon trainer battles? Are we going to, you know... What's the item system like? How are we going to store Pokemon? You know how the Pokemon oh, imagine centers. If what, could, what
0: imagine we? if you had to like you had to just keep like six or seven. If they open up the party there's a little bit more, but like imagine if you yeah, you couldn't store Pokemon, that would be interesting thing to think about.
1: Well, I mean, what is there going to be a party limit on this Pokemon? Like, do you, does there have to be
0: one? Like, maybe you just walk around. No, with but Pokemon.
1: like, <laughs> or or maybe there's no party limit. Maybe you can walk around with as many Poke Bomb. Yeah. Balls well, in the inventory you can carry.
0: Where he, you actually do see him squatting down, surrounded. I think it was six Pokemon uh, that were around him. So, I mean... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd love it, and I love that we're speculating about it, but I do see it remaining six, at six. Yeah. Um, but. yeah, it'd
1: be interesting to see how many traditions of Pokemon games that they keep and try and still... Weave into the narrative of an yeah. ancient Pokemon world, and how many they tossed to the side.
0: Yeah, one thing I, I was super in, interested about, and I didn't notice it in the trailer. I had to, I looked at some other resources and some other people breaking it down. Um, when you use, like, say, you use the strong style, you sacrifice. Uh, so it's not one two one two. They're not. They're no long. It's no longer. Uh, equal turn based turn based it's no longer like that it's like on a t- it's more like on a, a time value system so you have like an agile style will actually increase the amount of attacks you can do um within like the certain range of time compared yeah, to the enemy cool. um so you might get two or three attacks in when they only get one in and then if you choose like the strong style you're sacrificing turns uh, or or time on the turns to do increased damage on your abilities. Um, so that, that already brings in a, another facet of tactic. Um, when you're engaging in battle, I believe it, it comes up with like a little thing. Who's whose turn it is. And in, they bank up about four or five turns and you can see who's going to go and when they're going to go.
1: Mm, that's going to be a game changer. Like there's, I think, I think the success of this game will really depend on how much they, turn away from the traditions of Pokemon. Yep. I reckon this is Pokemon's chance to step not a toe out of the mold. This is a Pokemon Pokemon's chance to fucking break the mold and get as far away from the traditional Pokemon games as possible without it being a completely different game, you know. Obviously there is things that they need to do in this, but they they've finally got a chance where they're not bound in by this, you know, modern-day Pokemon world. They're not bound in by anything. They've basically got a clean say. They can do what they want, Yeah. you know. So I, I think, yeah, the success of this game is really going to be dependent on how much they they break the mould. And, look, we won't have long to wait because this is getting released on the 23rd of January, uh, 2022. Uh, 2020, Two. Yeah, 2022. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, look, well, let's... Months away. I'm I'm so excited. Uh, the one thing I do hope is that it looks a little nicer. Um, it kind of did look pretty janky, and you know, the Switch isn't the most powerful console, but Breath of the Wild looks gorgeous. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, um
0: yeah. Also, uh, one one thing, where, like visually, when you when you're riding the sc- the screen would shake up and down as he was like on the antler- um on the. Stantler, mm. get rid of that. Do not have that, please. <laughs> 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 if they just do that, they can keep whatever the fuck they want. Just don't make the screen go up and down with the stupid reindeer.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll give we'll give poor J-Row, friend of the show, motion sickness. We can't be doing that.
0: Um, Man, we've been...
1: Oh, fuck, we've nearly gone 50 minutes here. Jesus Christ. and We haven't even got into the main topic yet. Um,
0: Still, yeah. Tales of Let's art. fucking... D- yeah, Legends Arceus, super keen. Let's get into it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah. Uh, uh, Same. Super, super fucking keen. Rightio. Let's get into the main meat of this uh, episode. I mean, fucking hell. It took us a while to get here, but we are (laughs) doing our top five favorite weapons in anime. So, like the other top five lists we've done, are War of the Waifus, uh, Best Boys and Girls of Anime, this is basically just our personal opinions on our top five weapons in anime. Um, I was specific when I, I picked this one for us, John, that it has to fall under the classifications of a weapon, Yep. Um, meaning that, you know, it's it's it has to be something that someone uses to attack or defend or yada, yada, yada. Yep. So, do you want to kick us off with one from your list? And we'll do some honourable mentions at the end, and there isn't... This isn't one to five, you know, best to worst. This is just our top five favourites in no particular order.
0: Yeah, I could definitely... Um, i would start off with one that I'm, I, I'm sure is already on your list or it's definitely an honourable mention. And I'm going to go with the 3DM gear from Attack on Titan. Um, oh, you did, very did, 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 nice. It, it is not, make... on oh, wow. not on my list. Not nope. on my list. Not even on the honourable mentions? Nope. nope. 3DM gear, Attack on Titan. Um... Unlike my other ones that I've chosen, this is this is a weapon that everyone got given. Um, well, multiple yeah. people got given. The rest of them I have. Um, are, there's only there's only a single weapon. Um, so I thought I had to put this one in there. It was a little bit to the left. Um, but man, what an absolute killing machine! The three D. Yeah. MD.
1: The um. Yeah, there's a few panels in like uh, because I bought we bought the omnibuses of the the manga, and there's a few panels that they do where it's kind of um breaking down how the 3DM gear moves and all the components and the yeah. parts and the, and it's fantastic to look Stand, at man. Yeah, would, yeah. Yeah. And man it's utilized so beautifully in the anime. Like we we've, we've done what like four episodes on mm-hmm. attack 3 episodes of attack on titan. We've banged on about attack on titan yep. f- plenty. <laughs> um but yeah, the scenes of then swimming swinging through Shiganshina and stuff on the 3DM gear will always be some of my f- most favourite scenes in all of anime. They're gorgeous. Oh, for sure.
0: And that's why I had to put this in the top five. I mean, if you, you there's not other well, maybe you could say Bleach with um their soul weapons. There's not mm. there's not many other anime that without the weapon, the anime could not exist. Could you imagine yep. Attack on Titan if they didn't have this this weapon? What the yeah, what's gonna, exactly. it's, it's just gonna be a, a couple of episodes of everyone getting wiped out. Yeah, everyone <laughs>
1: running around. Yeah. <laughs> A great pick, man. Absolutely perfect pick. I, I honestly it would have been on my list, but um I'll explain when we get into my list. I, I had some certain criteria for my list. Do you okay. have anything else to say about the three three DM
0: gear? No, not really. Um just yeah, with without the three DM gear, Attack on Titan wouldn't would not be Attack on Titan. Um it is a, it's very ingenious, and like you said, they've, they've got a very detailed and logical description of how the weapon actually works. Um, yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll go down in history as, as uh, one of the greatest weapons in anime because Attack on Titan is going to be one of the greatest animes ever. Uh, it's, it's already up yeah. there. It's already up there. It's, it's cemented its place. Um, so, yeah. I'm very happy with my choice. My first one off the reg.
1: Uh, very good. So... Uh, for my list, I in the past, I've implored such methods as the Maria Kondo method, holding something pl- close to my heart, see so if it's Fox <laughs> Joy. I did a similar one of this, uh, with this list, but I did more of like an imaginary one. So basically for this list, um, if any time I thought of a weapon, I thought, hmm, would I be comfortable with showing, displaying this weapon in my house for people <laughs> to see without <laughs> being judged? So every feel- weapon here I'd be... I'd be happy to put on my wall and be judged accordingly. So Would I be
0: embarrassed if I had one of these at a party?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so first weapon on my list is the Demon Sword Lost Vanya, Meliodas' sacred treasure.
0: Oh, okay. I, d- I had a um, Seven Deadly Sins weapon as well. Yes, perfect choice, bro.
1: Um, yeah, so if you don't know, Lost Vanya is the curved short, uh, short sword with the dragon tattoo and, um, on the hilt. Uh, It is Meliodas' sacred treasure given to him by uh, the King of uh, Leonis after ending the First Holy War. Is it the First Holy War? Yeah, the First Holy War. Um, He receives it in Season 2 in the anime, I think, um, given to him back by... uh, Merlin gives it back to him, and it has the power to make four copies of Meliodas. Um, Each time it makes a copy of Meliodas, it does half his strength so it divides his strength om- among the copies so it doesn't give him four meliodases at you know the magical potential of meliodas it just gives him four meliodases but and the reason this is such a cool weapon it because uh, is because it allows meliodas to use his magical ability full counter but because he's made four copies of himself he can it use himself. it four times <laughs> and full counter what doubles the effectiveness of an attack back on the user yep, so, quite so quite basically quite this is just yeah this is like just times five full counter and it's yeah. fantastic and just design wise i think it's so pretty just this short sword i don't know if you can remember what it looks like but yeah yep, the short okay. sword yeah with the holes in the middle and the crescent moons on the outside and there's like uh incredi um incredit uh Little kind of detailed etching on the the back of the blade. It's it's gorgeous, man. It's fucking beautiful. It's one of my favorite uh, seven deadly sin weapons.
0: Yeah, I mean, and honestly, there's a couple there that are definitely worth being in the list.
1: It was tough, man. It was tough. I knew I knew I had to put a sacred treasure on my list, and it was tough to pick one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I put one in. Um, so if you want me to go, I, I put yeah, in go the spirit's Spear Spirit, chastefol. Mm. I, yeah, yeah this—that's this, yeah. what you it came down to line? on
1: my list too. Yeah, yeah. fuck, it's tough, yeah. man.
0: Well, I was—I was actually tossing up between Chastain and um, oh, I can't remember now. Um, Jewelbow Harlequin. No, no. Um, oh, what's the name? Sacred of the Axe, Axe Reader. Yes, Reader, Reader. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like the introduction of the Sacred Axe was. Probably mm. actually the best introduction of all the weapons. Yeah, um, Rod. Or maybe other than the um, the, th- the, court, the the three piece staff of Barnes, but
1: <sighs> hasn't wow. been introduced in the anime yet, has it? No, it hasn't. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: No. I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll yes, ju- I, I don't think so. That. But we'll um, double check because they're, they're in the last season now. Um. Anyway. anyway, yeah, I'm not sure. I, don't, I haven't watched it anyway. <laughs> the anyway, um, Spirit
1: Sphere Chastifold, yes. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I went with Chastifold just because of the diversity of the weapon. Um, how closely tied to King that the weapon is. Um, it's like peeling open, kind of like the, the onion. Like, the stronger mm. he gets and the more that he gets over like all of his issues, uh, the more he can bring out in the weapon. Um,
1: the bigger dem wings get, the bigger dat spear gets. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. All the way up into the crux of him getting like the final form. Um, so good. And also the fact that it's it's a weapon of absolute destruction, but then um, you can bring out the um, his, uh, the resurrection basically that the do yeah. drop. Um, so yeah, all around I went I went with Chastafold just because it's a completely versatile weapon. Um, Offensive, defensive, recovery, um, and yeah, the different the different forms and the way it's animated, are just gorgeous, um, really creative. Yeah, it
1: brings it always brings so much to a, a fight scene when when King's in it and he's just going full ham with spirits beer. Like it, it's it's so fun to watch, yeah, and utilized perfectly. Like uh, in the um, the where he first gets his wings. And you see the Spirit Spear kind of upgrade for the first time. And it's just, like, it's so fun to watch. Because, like, everything just gets beefed up. Like, his increase gets, you know, bigger. You know, his sunflower gets bigger. Like, it's, it's all fantastic, man. What yeah, a, big It was team really team tough for me to pick between Las Vanya and, um, and Spirit Spear yeah, Chastafold. Yeah, I'm glad they really I mean
0: both go Chastafold and, yeah, and that's good. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that's Spirit Spear Chastafold King, Seven Deadly Sins. Definitely mm. deserves
1: to be there. Radio. Uh, my next on my list. I'm going. Ooh, Sumi Harder from bro. Naruto. Bro, I picked Sumi Hada as well. Uh, no I, I did yeah. not
0: expect you to pick something like that. We've never spoken about Naruto. Like, no, we don't. Yeah, we, never we don't talk, talk about, about Naruto, Naruto that much. Bro, no. I'm shocked that you put that in. I yeah, can't man. Sumi
1: Hada fucking rules. Oh my
0: god, I can't believe we both chose Sumi. I was blowing my mind right now. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I thought you were <laughs> sure you would have done the next one that I've written
1: down. Oh, man, I'm so excited to find I'll, I'll quickly go through Samihata and then yes, we'll get into please. your one. So, yeah, uh, if you don't know, Samihata is one of the uh, great swords from the Seven Demon Mist sword, Swordsmen seven or whatever mist, it is.
0: Yeah, Missing. Uh, yep.
1: missing in. Seven. The Seven Ninja Swordsmen of the Mist. Thank you uh Samihata is the the most feared out of all of them. Uh Samihata literally means shark skin. Um it is so fantastic. So it in the uh it originally is by, uh, wielded by uh Kisame, uh who is a member of the Akatsuki when we first see him in Naruto, that's how it gets introduced. Um yeah. and it man, it goes to B after that Killer B gets Samihara for ages.
0: Um Yeah, almost almost fucks him up as well
1: yeah 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 but fucking samihara rules man i there's so many things i love about i love the big wrapped sword like i love that design yeah it's such a fun design and um samihara is the
0: the bandages oh oh, yeah
1: it's so good and also the fact that it's uh, like it's a sword with sentience like it actually is an alive yeah living weapon and you know it's gains nourishment from chakra of others you know um Fantastic, yeah. I love course, the history of it list. as
0: well. It had so much history in that in that anime. Mm. The fact that it, it went through like a ton of generations, and no one could really use it until Kasame came along. And as you can tell, the dude's got like gills on his face. Um, he's basically yeah. he's basically a shark, and that's actually because he was never like that. It's because he carried around because, um, Sami harder for so long. Sami Hata for so long that yeah. they actually became basically biologically they became identical and very symbiotic between each other. Um, but, and that's how he could bring out like its final form as well. No one ever was able to do that. Um,
1: and like, just some of my favorite episodes of um, Shippuden have have Kisame, yeah. um, one in it. one of my like, favorite
0: antagonists th- in the whole series was Oh yeah, Kisame.
1: and the only the only one out there looking after our boy Itachi when he was during when he was with the Akatsuki, like the yeah. only one out there. Yeah. he was Itachi's only friend. <laughs> Man, yeah. we're we're gonna get. Let's not get sidetracked onto Naruto. It could be a long night.
0: <laughs> I mean, we we're gonna do an Naruto episode. We don't talk about it that much as, as much.
1: I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, what's what's next on your list? The one that you think is going to be on my list? I'll be interested.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, this this sword comes in a set of well, now it's a set of four um, in the in the manga, um, but this is the first one that, of the set, and it's the Demon Slayer. Wielded by Asta in Black Clover.
1: Yeah, look, it was fucking close oh, on really? my list. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's not on my list, man. Nah, so, it's fucking sick, though. Yeah,
0: so Demon Slayer is the first sword he gets um, very early on. It's It can cut through, it's anti magic, plus it can deflect. Um, how, like, right from the get go, this sword sets the tone for the entire journey that Asta's going to go on. Um, and the role he's going to play. I love the fact that um, well, I can't. I suppose I can't talk about this because it's going to be spoilers for the anime. Um, but the the backstory to Demon Slayer and and um, the subsequent swords like um, Demon Smasher etc. etc. Mm. Um, there's a, there's a lot of uh, rich story there behind them. It's not just an overpowered weapon in his hands. Um, but it's also a perfect companion for asta it's meant to be for him so and i guess that's why the the uh, black clover chose him um so yeah i had to put it in there it's also one of my favorite anime uh, mangas so couldn't go past the denzel yeah. Slayer.
1: yeah man that's a that's a good pick it was it was a it was a tough one it was a tough one to pass up on but um you know what? i i'm happy with my list and i'm going to hit you with my next my hit you with my next one i, I think this one might surprise you. So I'm picking, uh, Soul Eater Evans from Soul Eater. So I don't know if you you know this.
0: Um, is it is that this character scythe? weapon? Yeah. So this yeah.
1: is so this is the main scythe uh wielded in the anime Soul Eater. Um, if you don't know anything about Soul Eater, just a fucking quick description. So this is in a world where uh death uh you know people that. Um, take souls from the, the real world into the, the afterworld and stuff like that. They kill bad souls, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, um, in army. this world, yeah, in this world, um, a Death Meister's weapon is is a person who can transform into a weapon, a Weapon Meister, and our protag is... is um, he, Her weapon of choice is Soul Eater Evans, which is his actual name, uh, Soul Eater Evans, um, uh, who is a, a death weapon scythe. Uh, so he transforms into a scythe, and the design of this weapon is beautiful. I love this. It's, yeah. I, I love scythes in anime. I think they're so underutilised. Um, I think it's fantastic. So it's this big, I don't know if you remember what it looks like, but, yeah, it's a long, skinny pole with a big scythe blade, and it's kind of got this diagonal pattern on the blade with an eye. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, teeth, yeah, like and teeth it, it and looks eye, yeah. and it looks wicked. And again, this is the same thing with Samihara. because it's a weapon with a personality. It's it's kind of cheating putting it on the list, but yeah. I, I I love it. And Soul Eater is such a fantastic character in the series, and he's such a cool, laid back character. And when he's being used um, by his Meister, it's it's fantastic to watch. He he doesn't get. Too many power ups throughout the series. Like he's he's not constantly getting power ups, but yeah. the a few power ups he does get in the series, like when he learns wavelength and stuff like that, and um, soul resonance and stuff. It's all fantastic, and I, I just love his design. I think he's such a beautiful weapon and such a beautiful design. And Soul Eater as an anime is is one of my all time favorites. I fucking love that series.
0: Yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna have to delve into it. I've had it I've had it sitting in my to read list for a long time. Um, Mm. I've I've seen pieces here and there. Like I've obviously in like compilations of good fights and stuff. I've seen bits of Soul Eater. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna get into that hard. Yeah, awesome. So that is that three for you? Is that three for you? Yeah, one, two, three. Yep. Okay, because we had the same one. I'm only I've got one left. Do you want to hit me with another one?
1: Yeah, shit. I'll hit you with another one. Okay, and we'll save. Um. Okay, so along the lines of three D M gear from Attack on Titan, I've gone with the Dominator from Psychopass. Oh, so if you're not, yeah, so if you're not familiar, the uh, the Dominator, it's the Dominator. The full name of the weapon is the Dominator Portable Psychological Diagnostic and Suppression Tool, which is. Oh, it's a, what a fucking name! <laughs> a so, in the in the Psychopass anime, in that world, um, it's kind of a hyper-surveilled world where everyone is given a psychopath score, and uh, that score is basically the likelihood of you committing a crime yep. by your your how your mental health is at the moment. Um, and the Dominator is a weapon given to the uh, Police Safety Bureau and basically it yeah it is a portable psychological diagnostic system and suppression tool so and by it has suppression, all these kill <laughs> yeah well i mean it's got a non-lethal mode it's got a lethal mode it's got a destroy decompose uh, decomposer mode where it just annihilates anything if you've seen the anime you've seen it it has transformation sequences it's very pretty and it plays such an important, like you mentioned with the three DM gear, it plays such an important role in the story that it's it's less of like a weapon or tool and it's more of a, a plot device almost. It yeah. it pulls the the for the story forward. And I had to put a gun in this list because I didn't want it to be all swords and stuff. Um, but and this was such a clear choice because it, it's so fucking pretty. Like if you don't know what it is or how, what it looks like, just Google it now and just scroll through the images of it transforming and stuff. It's it's fucking gorgeous. So yeah, Dominator, uh, an amazing weapon, an amazing anime too. Psychopaths. If you haven't watched Psychopass, fucking get on that. Especially if you liked anime like um more kind of um grown up anime like Death Note and stuff like that. Psychopass yep. is a is a
0: must. Man, speaking of de- yeah, I was thinking about the Death Note, but it's not really a weapon, is it?
1: Yeah, you could. I I tossed it up for a little while. You could use it as a weapon, but yeah,
0: it definitely kills. I mean, <laughs> it definitely kills. But yeah, it doesn't fall into. It's a, it is a book though, so I, I was I was like, no, yeah. I can't I can't think about I can't think about the death note. I guess it's the most <laughs> omnipotent weapon though, pretty much. Um, oh yeah. All right. So my last one. Um, this was actually the first one that came in. all... actually, semi was probably the first uh, weapon I thought about, and then it was um, this one straight after. Um, but yeah, when, when I think like anime weapons, I'm thinking like over the top, right? So I know what this is. Really? <laughs>
1: yeah. I reckon I can guess it.
0: Uh, uh you guess it, go. Dragon know. sword yes! from Berserk? Yes. Yeah, Dragon course. Slayer from, <laughs> yeah, Berserk. A hundred percent. Yeah. From, ah, oh, where do you start with like Dragon Slayer. When I think about Dragon Slayer, I mean, this might be a spoiler if you haven't seen it. Um, whatever. It's 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 a, fucking like thirty years old. Who yeah. I mean, fucking? When um, if you're worried
1: about spoilers from Berserk, that man, scene, grow up.
0: That scene where the the chick gets like kind of possessed a little bit, and she just like kind of starts grinding on the sword, and <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Fucking Berserk, man. <laughs> fucking, fucking Berserk. Berserk. berserk is Berserk, honestly. It is. I I don't know if
1: I've. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast. We might have to save it for another time. But when when you and Josh were getting uh, – got me into reading Berserk and, like, I was checking in with you guys every couple of days, you know, after reading a few chapters yeah. and you guys were kind of, like, going through. And I was like, yeah, man, this is really good. And then on the next day I was like, oh, man, yeah, no, it's good. Like, a fair bit of rape in it, hey. That's like... <laughs> that's and then – and I hadn't even got to the Griffin bit yet. And then uh, – because yeah, you like, guys were like, like oh, you guys – yeah, you guys, are you had the blood ceremony. I was like, oh, no, no, not yet. And they're like, oh, okay, wait. And then I read the blood ceremony and it fucking... <laughs>
0: Probably one of the most gruesome and visceral things that I've ever seen in manga yeah, or anime was the blood se- the blood festival or whatever it was called. Uh, in
1: and, dessert. you know, uh, a gruesome and visceral scene... Deserves and a gruesome and visceral anime deserves a gruesome and visceral weapon, and Dragon Slayer is exactly that.
0: Exactly that, like made by made by. Well, the history behind it is actually that it was made from a slain dragon. Um, Mm. uh, It's it's like eight feet long. It weighs an ungodly amount of weight. Guts is basically the only person that's been able to wield the sword. Um, he, ha- he had, like, a similar-sized weapon before that, and he completely broke it by swinging it around way too much. Um, mm. So, yeah, just craftsmanship-wise, it's a super, super, um, super tough weapon that can handle kind of his his high-impact strength kind of combat. Um, there's, like I said, there's parts in the, <laughs> in the manga where, like, it is, like, a focal point of some pretty fucked-up shit. Um... Yeah, but like I said, when I think when I think about anime weapons, it's always like the over the top big sword. I really wanted to put Cloud's weapon in the Buster bla- uh, Buster sword. Oh, Buster but, sword, yeah, fuck yeah! But I thought uh, that like, that was actually the very first thing I thought about because it's one of my favorite weapons ever. Um, but that's a game, so I'm not going to put that in there. And then I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> this is what Dragon Slayer is though. It, it's just a freaking massive piece of metal. It's so iconic too. It's like it's, it's yeah, it's exactly. So, so,
1: so, such an iconic sword.
0: How else is he going to stand up to like demons and monsters and ogres and mm. all these, all these like incredibly just mounds of flesh? Oh, I'm, he's just going to get a massive razor blade and just carve through them. Um, mm. So, yeah, along the lines of like the story couldn't be what it is without him, that weapon. Uh, Guts's journey wouldn't have been what it was if he didn't find that weapon. Um, so yeah My my first one found The last one on my list Will definitely be The Dragon Slayer And if awesome. any fans out there That haven't Don't know what Berserk is uh, I definitely Word of warning Like it is an R-rated uh, Manga or anime Like Go Oh don't there, like, watch the anime Oof. Yeah I, yeah. Honestly if you are Reading manga Read, the manga. read the manga The manga is fucking anime gorgeous anime is pretty brutal um, it's definitely R rated and definitely like boundary pushing. Um, but fantastic, fantastic content. Um the story, the story the story and the characters are fantastic. The th- one of the best betrayals in any title that I've ever had. Um so yeah, get out there and get amongst Berserk if you're ready for it. <laughs> if you think you can take it off Oh on. yeah,
1: man. <laughs> that what a great pick. I knew that was gonna be on your list. Yep. I fucking know it. Um <laughs> look, and speaking of um another iconic weapon of, of television, of screen, um, my final pick. And it was always going to be on here. This was the easiest pick when it comes to weapons from anime slash cartoons. Um, <laughs> of course... It's Sokka's boomerang from no. uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. What
0: a oh, fucking was, weapon, man. Bro, that was honestly for a split second there. I was like, he's going to say lightsaber. <laughs> no, fuck no. Um,
1: No. Yeah, man. Sokka's boomerang given yeah, to him okay, by his yeah. father um, right before he left for the 100-year war. Um, it's such an iconic weapon. It's, it's always so much fun when Sokka's using his boomerang. I mean... It played a crucial role in defeating Combustion Man, or how I will always refer <laughs> sparky, to him, sparky him as Sparky man. Sparky <laughs> Boom Man. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Sparky Sparky Boom Man. Um, it got him out of a bunch of a bunch of trouble. Um, it it also saved Toff's life in the climax of in book uh, book three Fire. You know, it saved Toff's life. Um, it's it's the best weapon. It's the best weapon he uses. It's better. It's oh, I wouldn't say it's better than his, his um space sword, but it's the most iconic and yeah. when I think of weapons and I think of Avatar the Last Airbender, I think of the boomerang.
0: Yeah. So that's why it's on my list. No, yeah, I mean, it's good perfect. Choice. Good choice. I didn't expect that, but great choice, yes. Did you have any honorable mentions you wanted to do? Honorable mentions, um no, not really. I haven't written any down at all. Um I've got I've was... only got three. I was definitely putting down like all of the pretty much all of the weapons from Bleach.
1: Um, yeah, I th- really wanted to put some Bleach weapons in, but um, I haven't watched all of Bleach, so I don't exactly know which is my favourite kind of Bakai um, or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I did put in some honourable mentions though. Um, uh, Kurika from Blue Exorcist, which is the sword uh, that contains the Blue Fires of Hell. Um, amazing! I yep. love that katana. I love Blue Exorcist. It's a series that, um, a manga series that I've read multiple times over now because I, I fucking love it. Yep. I wish, I wish the anime could come back and start making more anime. It's such a fantastic um series, and yeah, such a cool weapon. Um, I also have uh the scissor blade. Oh, more importantly, the half. The red scissor blade that is um, wielded by Rukio from Kill la Kill. Yep. Again, it's it's so cool. It's so iconic. Uh, Kill la Kill itself is such an iconic anime series, and the scissor blade is is gorgeous. It's so fun to watch. It has so many fun um, transitions and stuff like that. Um, and the last one, a little bit left of center, um, it is the. Sorry, I just got to find it here. I wrote it down. It is the uh, Ariksa Type 30 rifle, which is the um, rifle of choice for Okabe... Uh, o- oh, I can never pronounce his name like anything. Ogata Hakanushiku, <laughs> Uh who is the sniper from Golden Kamui. Um, I've spoken briefly on this podcast uh, in the past, about Golden Kamuya, but it's it's one of my favorite anime of all times, and yeah, this is just yeah, it's a simple bolt action rifle that is um, wielded by uh, by this sniper, and yeah. he's such a fantastic character, and it's such a cool looking weapon on screen, and you know, he's it's this Japanese made um, old school bolt action rifle. It's it's so beautiful. And, yeah, I just needed to talk about Golden Kamui because I, I never get a chance to talk about Golden Kamui and I love it so very much.
0: Well, that's good. I'd, I'd definitely say, like, Black March as well, but from Tower of God um, for Season I 1. I nearly
1: put Green April in. Green I April? I nearly put yeah, Green April yeah. in, yeah.
0: I, don't, I like um, all, all of the 13 uh, seasons. Uh, really good weapons. I mean, you, haven't, you obviously haven't seen more than the two in the anime um, mm. with the webtoons going on. Um, there's a couple of sick weapons... <clears throat> coming out of uh, God of High School but again the anime is not there so I didn't put them in the list uh, and I won't mention them mm. for spoilers um, and uh, uh, the last and obviously like if we go I wanted to open up and also say like the lightsaber is still like one of the most godly weapons um, in any in any cartoon uh, cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna include the Clone Wars as a cartoon so I wasn't gonna put yeah.
1: it in there. I didn't want to disrespect you like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, we could almost do another one of these with like pretty easily, I reckon. But uh, we've been going forever now, so we yeah. should really start wrapping it up. Um, it has been absolutely fantastic having you back in um, the Stu's, John. Recording yeah. these, I, I fucking I, I love you, man. I love, God, too, I love you, <laughs> <laughs> All right, make yourself. sure you guys are. Checking out the socials at Lords of Dorktown on uh Instagram. If you want to get in touch with us here at the pod, just email us at dogtown at gmail.com. Uh drop us a line. Uh let me know if you want to add anything to my first supper order from KFC or what your favourite weapons are in anime. Yeah, uh, just reach out. Uh if you want to leave us a review and stuff like that, that uh, helps get the podcast out there. Uh you want to sign us off, Johnny Boy?
0: Everybody, thanks for listening, thanks for having me
1: feel, and as always. Thank you